Hi, it's Andrew Priestley, and it's episode number 51, and um, <laughs> for Manage Your Money, and I cannot believe, <laughs> I just cannot believe, uh, <laughs> I can't believe the emails <laughs> I'm getting about basic mathematics. <laughs> How did you come up with 1687? <laughs> You needed to have listened to episodes 49 and 50, right? The point of episodes 49 and 50 is I meet, when I go and do workshops and I'm working with professionals, right? Um, and I ask them, what's, if I had to buy an hour of your time, what's your time worth an hour, right? And um, that in itself is a really interesting question because, you know, somebody says, well, I'm 20 pounds an hour, right? Um, <laughs> I, ch- I charge a lot more than 20 pounds an hour. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> I just find this funny because it, people get all nervous about saying what their hourly, what they, what their hourly rate is. If, you, if you're working for somebody, you know exactly what your hourly rate is because you, you simply, as I did on one of the episodes, <laughs> take your salary and divide that by uh, 1,687.5. Okay, why that number? Because in the UK, the national living wage is calculated on 37.5 hours times 45 weeks a year, right? So if, you, if your salary is 25,000, divide it by 1687.5, and I think you come up about 14 pounds an hour. That's how I've arrived at that figure. But if I'm talking to business people, for example, they're not going to charge you out 14 pounds now, they're probably going to charge out a factor of two, three, four, five, six, whatever it is. So somebody might say, my time is worth 50 pounds an hour, or it's 75 pounds an hour, or 100 pounds an hour. I don't care what the number is. It's an interesting thing when I'm in a workshop to ask, if I had to buy an hour of your time, what would you charge me? Um, <laughs> and I have to laugh, because... <laughs> um, if you listen to 50, if you listen to episode 50, I said take out your wallet and so people take out their wallet and pull out the cash, right? So I'm in a room full of people and I say, open your wallets. Okay, great. Take out the cash and put your wallet to one side and just take out the cash. So I've got all my cash, right? And invariably what you see, it's quite, it's quite hilarious. What you see is some people got, you know, they're business people and they've got nothing. They've got no cash. They've got credit cards. See, the issue is that I'm playing with a part of your brain that really only thinks about money as something that's physical. I mean, you know, uh, I, I, I did my first degree was in education. You know, I'm a, I qualified in education. I got a Bachelor of Education. And I looked at early childhood development and I studied a guy called Piaget. And Piaget, Jean-Paul Piaget, talks about... Um, concrete, operational, and abstract, right? And children, uh, your first experience of money is cash. It's coins and cash, physical objects, right? It's not plastic, right? And as I said to you in episode number 50, when you look in your wallet and you see credit cards and you're looking at plastic, you've got to understand that credit cards actually debt. So every time you look in your wallet and you look at the credit cards, you're reinforcing debt, 
Basically, that's what you're doing, right? So I have a money clip, and the money clip doesn't live in my wallet. It's in a separate part to my wallet. So if I want to pay for a train thing on my credit card or something, I pull out my wallet. But the the cash is separate to that. I keep it in a money clip in another pot in another part of my uh, in my my suit pocket or something like that, right? But your your brain, your earliest youngest part or your oldest part of your brain, right? Still thinks about money as cash, as a physical object, right? So I'm in this, I'm in this workshop, and I'm asked, saying to people, "Okay, open your wallet." Okay, everyone opens the wallet. Then we go through the thing, and I explain what the difference between cash and debt is. Okay, so they look at the credit cards, and plastic is debt. Basically, it's, it's essentially debt, right? So every time you look at cards, you're reinforcing debt. And then I ask them to take the money out, and I can't believe people who they're going through this. <laughs> You know, when people come to a workshop, they're all pretending to be amazing. <laughs> they're all trying to be, I'm amazing, I'm an amazing business person. I say, take the cash out. Let's not, let's not talk about cash, let's do cash. So I get them to pull out the cash. And, and then it's amazing what happens because some people who are very successful and they've got no cash, sitting there empty-handed. And that plugs you into a very deep part of your psychology. It really does, okay? So when I, you know, I talk to people who do um, the law of attraction, for example, right? And they want to manifest money. And the reason they find it hard is, A, because they haven't trained their brain. And there's some great courses that you can do that train your thinking, right? And I'm thinking... um, there's one, uh, I'm listening at the moment to a course about Neville Goddard's teachings, for example, by a guy called Mr. Mr. TT, Mr. 2020, and, and uh, his wife, Victoria, for example. Wonderful stuff, right? If you, if you go searching on Facebook, you'll find them. And they're really good. Okay? But they're doing brain training, okay? They're training you to, to manifest, right? But a big part of it is, this, I'm reading some of the comments on their Facebook thing about people trying to manifest money. And... But if I and I go into workshops where people are talking about manifesting money, I say, take out your wallet and pull out the cash, and there's no cash. And that's what their their brain is reacting to, right? Um, so I the solution for that is to carry cash. And I'll then say, what's your, if I want to buy an hour of your time, how much is it? And I do business with people, I want to buy an hour of your time, how much is it? Right? Straightforward question. And people go, oh, coy. They go, they they jump through hoops, they just you just see them squirm. Trying to, you know, someone who's got no money thinks, oh, uh, what, what should I say? You know, so if you're on a salary, we can work out what your hourly rate is. Well, if you're on $14 an hour, that's what you charge me, right? But business people will say things like, um, I charge 85 an hour or I charge 150 an hour. I don't, who cares what it is? That's what their rate is, right? And then you get people who are trying to, ma- <laughs> these people are trying to manifest money, right? They're, they're doing the law of attraction stuff, and they'll say three thousand, three thousand dollars an hour, <laughs> right? I go, okay, three thousand, and you know, you know how it is. I'm gonna, you're gonna pay you. I'm gonna hand over a check for three thousand money for three thousand an hour. What am I gonna get? And they can't explain the value because it's all about them. They're thinking about them. They're not thinking about what's the value I deliver, right? They don't even think that. They just think. Oh, three, they pluck a figure out, you know. I want to be paid what I'm worth, you know. But they don't feel worth 3,000. Uh, I can charge 3,000 pounds an hour, no problem, none, none whatsoever. I know if you hang out with me, 
that is money well spent <laughs> because I've got track record on form. You know, um, that's what my clients tell me anyway, right? But the last three recordings, 49.50 in this one, you've got to go back, cycle back through these a couple of times because I'm really asking you that the key homework was carry cash, carry your day rate. And the day rate is what is what do I charge? What would I charge someone for an hour of my time? Multiply that by eight and carry that amount in cash and see what thoughts and feelings come up around that. I'm going to do one more episode on this because I'm having so much fun with it, but it's worth thinking about it. And you know what? People try and skip this one. And this is the one that I get so many questions about and I spend so much time on, but it's hilarious. Have a lot of fun with this, you know. Um, I've got to acknowledge, uh, I don't know if he's listening or not, but I've got to acknowledge uh, Mr. TT on this one because he's just got such a great take on money. And go looking for him. You know, the I think it's called um, Free Neville. Uh, go looking for Free Neville, right? Because he's got some fabulous stuff going on. This got some really good, a really good take on money and the law of attraction and all of that stuff. But uh, I just want to acknowledge him. Uh, go looking because it's 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 good value. Uh, it's extraordinary value what he's offering. Okay, so uh, particularly if you want to sort out money worries, but um, his his stuff isn't as good as the Money Chimp. <laughs> It's sort of, it's almost close. It's almost as good as my stuff. But um, uh, The Money Chimp is on Amazon. Go looking for it. It's, it's a best-selling book. It's in, it's in and out of the top 20 money books. It has been for the last three years. And uh, it just really, it does what it says on the tin. It helps you spend less, save more, and get out of debt a lot faster. And I'll see you in episode 52. <laughs>